Welcome back to SUMA Observations and Conversations, a podcast by Southern Utah Museum of Art, where we talk to artists, curators, art historians, and staff about what's happening at SUMA. I'm Emily Ronquillo, SUMA's Manager of Marketing and Communication, and your host for the show. Today, I'm joined by Marin Holmes, Campus Engagement Associate, and Courtney Blue, Museum Associate, to talk about our student membership program, SUMA Sidekicks. Marin is a second-year graduate student studying arts administration. In addition to her work on SUMA Sidekicks, Marin has planned events such as Teen Art Camp and SUMA Happenings, manages on-campus marketing efforts, and launched SUMA's TikTok account. Welcome, Marin. Oh, thank you so much for having me here, or telling me to be here, one of the two. <laughs> Super great. <laughs> also joining us today is Courtney, who started her journey as a SUMA Sidekick. Um, then she became a volunteer, and now she's an employee. Um, she's a sophomore studying art history and museum studies. So welcome, Courtney. Thanks thank for being you. with us I'm today. I'm so excited to be here. Great. So SUMA Sidekicks, kind of want to talk about this. It's a student membership program, um, and like I had mentioned, Marin manages it. So Marin, can you tell us a little bit more, what is Sidekicks? So, I mean, you're right, I do manage it. And uh, that was a big question I didn't know initially when I started. Um, so... It's, it is a free membership program for the students, and it is specifically to give students an opportunity to engage with the museum as members or to kind of experience what that relationship is like having a membership at SUMA. And we have all of these all of this programming specifically for the sidekick, specifically for these students, um, and it's totally free to enroll. All of the programming is totally free to them, and it's just a way to try and allow students to get involved with SUMA and to try different things at the museum. Great. Um, and so this is a program that we started in August of 2018. So we're now in its fourth iteration of it. I don't know. Math? Fourth. Yeah. It is fourth. 22 minus 18 would be four. A long time. Well, yeah. So um, that's crazy. I didn't know it had been going for that long. Yeah. So I've it's seen been some vintage suicide kicks cars <laughs> hanging around. It's been through a couple different iterations in terms like I think it really did start as this punch card where I think the first year we had like 18 punches it was something crazy oh, that's quite a few yeah and so you kind of earn prizes every time you came in and so I'm glad to see that has stuck around um, but we have really evolved it um, into this year's our first year with a theme and specific sidekicks events and things like that so can you talk to us a bit more about kind of what's happening this academic year yeah, so I when I came into it and I was told that I was going to be running this program, um, I can't do anything without a theme. If I don't have a theme, I my brain just spins endlessly like a hamster in a wheel. So I said, okay, I need to give myself a box. I need to give myself a theme to work on, and that'll be how I can figure all of this out. And I figured, well, the program is called sidekicks so for me the obvious answer was to have it be superhero themed also I'm a big giant nerd like huge <laughs> huge nerd I've been reading comic books since I was a kid um watching all the movies Tony Stark is my dad it's not a big deal um so that was it was an easy fit for me as a planner something easy that I could work with um and I thought it really lent itself to the design of all of the the punch cards and the promotional materials because we could really get uh like the bam pow art, museum, we're doing it, sidekicks kind of feeling. So it felt exciting, um, but approachable and still kind of ties into art because obviously the pop art movement was all about the style and all about ut utilizing it. And 
speaking about and kind of making a commentary on popular culture, but making it fine art. And so I, you know, it was very intentional. I, I didn't fall into that at all. I, kn- I thought all of this through from day one had it all ready to go. Yeah, no, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. great kind of how maybe you predicted the future because <laughs> at the time when you kind of proposed this idea, Suma was nowhere near having a pop art exhibition. So it's crazy now that that's all kind of come yeah. together. I'm magic. I see the, the sidekicks cards every day. They're so cute and like the theme is so coherent. So I, I mean, I can't take any credit for that. That is 100% our graphic designer, Ellie, who took the words that came out of my mouth, the mumbo jumbo of feelings and emotions, and then turned it into something visual and appealing. I could never have done that on my own. Uh, so she totally turned my idea into something real, which I can't thank her enough for. She does it every day and I'm I don't know how she does it. I can't even make my thoughts into something real. So yeah, shout out to Ellie. So kind of thinking about the theme, I just kind of want to hear Courtney. So now you start like you joined Suma Sidekicks because you just wanted to enjoy the museum yeah. as a student, correct? And now you are one of the top Suma Sidekicks this year. I think year. I was number ten when I saw yeah. the leaderboard. The other that, <laughs> okay, but that leaderboard is tight. It's like. There are like eight people on the leaderboard who have 10 points. If I I wasn't working at SUMA, I'd probably have more points. (laughs) How many students do we have this year? Um, We are, we're over 600. I don't, we might have hit 700 somewhat recently when we had the, um, when with, with this new exhibition, we've had a ton of students come in and our visitor engagement team has been so on it about getting all of these people to sign up. I try to sell it to every person that walks and in. I, and it's not even selling because it's free. Well, and I appreciate <laughs> you, right? I mean, it's incredible. I check in, I check the sign up list every single day when I come into work and I have been just floored, but we'll have sometimes 12 new signups a day. It's incredible. So it's growing at a really rapid pace, um, which is exciting. It's super exciting. It's a lot to keep up with. Um, <laughs> Um, but I think, yeah, I don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now. I could probably pull them up if you want me to, but yeah, no, I it's a lot. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think to be on that leaderboard, so Courtney, you kind of have this, like your target demographic, right. Of who we're trying to reach, um, for this program, but now also you're selling it kind of, what have you heard from people who sign up or kind of like, what are your, what makes you most excited about Suma Sidekicks? Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about how SUMA really treats its students like royalty. Like this this museum is for students, by students. Um, And I talk to sidekicks every day, and there's so many of them who are like on their second card or like coming in, they're always excited, and they see the exhibition for the first or second or fifth time. Um, So I, I really like love the program and how much it puts students first. I mean, I, I'm not at the front desk. I'm not talking to them. I have to sit in the back at an office. But I, I love seeing, because we have a little spot where they can t- say who, re- who referred them to the program. Like, oh, yeah, my friend signed me up. Or you, s- existing sidekicks can get points for bringing their friends in with them and getting their friend to sign up. And I love seeing those points rack up because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay. You know, Katie has come to this exhibit three times and every single time she's come, she's brought two people with her. And that, and those two people have signed up and she's gotten points. So that's really cool to yeah. just see how it like one person finds out about it and then it just spreads. Yeah, It gets really popular within a group really fast. I know Max has gotten all of their friends to sign up, which mm-hmm. is exciting. Yeah, I think like what I'm hearing just makes it sound like this program goes beyond the perks. I think you've found some great perks and prizes of being a sidekick, but it is 
being that kind of introduction for students to the museum and then it rewards them for coming back and then kind of helps them fall in love with going to an art museum, things like that. Can you talk more about to kind of see that come to life? No, it's been super exciting. Um, I knew coming into it this year um, that I, I mean, I, I like planning events. That's kind of what I do. That's kind of my background. So I knew that there were, tip in the past there have been typically two events per year, per academic year for the sidekicks, um, one in the fall, one in the spring. They're usually these big blowout events. Um, and I and I planned one of those last last calendar year. Yeah, it was it was the spring of 2021. Yeah, you had the color party, which was a lot of fun. Party. It was fun, and I I had a blast, and I got to design a new game, and the game was fun. I spent so many hours in the paint chip aisle at Home Depot for <laughs> that game. The people who work at that paint counter know me by name now. Um, but it was it was really really fun, and to come at it this year, and I was really excited to do that same thing again. But at the same time, we're still living in a world where the pandemic is constantly changing and growing and we're getting new numbers every day and we're getting new rules every day, too, about what we can, can't, what we should and shouldn't do. And so I personally didn't feel super comfortable planning really big things. I kind of wanted to keep things small. I didn't want to try and get crazy numbers. I didn't want to plan events like, oh, we're going to get 200 students there. I thought that was, you know, on a, a, lo- a big goal, number one, and number two, um, just not super responsible or safe so I wanted to scale back and have smaller events that students could come to um, but have them more frequently so that you can engage with the museum in a more intimate way if that makes sense you're not part of a big group it's you coming to the museum and doing something with your friends or you're making new friends at the museum Um, so we've had these monthly events we call them the sidekick assemble nights and we've just had little art projects chances for students to um try a new art form or try a new medium, try something maybe they haven't had the opportunity to do on their own, but they've seen in other places. Uh, the most recent one we just did was thrift store art repainting. So we had a, we have a bunch of art that we have procured, I guess, uh, finally selected through, <laughs> through a very serious process um, from Utah's thrift stores. And we just opened it up and these students came. We I was not anticipating how many people would be interested in that idea, but so many came. We only had one piece of art left that nobody took or painted on at the end of the night, which is really, really cool. Um, and it meant that they all got to go home with something that they could, you know, they they made. They did that. They made an art, and it was theirs, and they got to do it with their friends, and they got to sign their name next to whatever name was already on the painting and be like, oh, yes, this person 80 years ago did this painting, but also I did, and it's mine. So it feels like it's a little bit more intimate, a little bit more of a personal experience when you come to SUMA now. Um, And I have seen a lot of repeat visitors, some students who come to every single thing, some who I know by name just from looking at the reports, looking at the points things, typing up the newsletter. Some people are on that leader list every single month. And so, you know, I know some of you. I feel like I, we're friends, even though we've never talked, because I I see you at everything, which is exciting. It's like, oh, there's like a little world here. There's a little network. Um, and it's exciting to be a part of that. I wasn't part of it last year, but it's it's cool to see it grow. That's the thing about these events is you can come without friends and you can meet people who also love museums and love art. And um, yeah, you, I, I found when I was a sidekick that I found a group of friends just coming to sidekick events. So, Oh, that warms my heart. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I just want to like, you know, 
publicly thank you. <laughs> you can put this on your resume. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, I was like, you want to write this down? Yeah. Send it to all of my job this applications? Is, yeah, this is your job recommendation from perfect. me. No, I'll write you a real one. <laughs> but, um, right, you've been able to create this network not only through this, but I think it is really easy for people to just sign up and be disengaged, but you've been able to create this community through these events, um, but then also through new tactics like the close friends list on Instagram where students have the option to become Suma's close friend and kind of get more personalized content on Instagram and kind of have a deeper connection or like we're able to talk to them in a kind of more silly way and even the newsletter. Um, so I think you've done a really great job not only creating a program, but yeah, building that community. Well, thanks. Yeah, making students feel like they have a personal connection to Suma. Oh, you guys are going to make me cry. I do love writing that newsletter. That's probably one of my favorite parts of my job. I get to just, you know, I spend, I get paid for the time I spend looking at GIFs. And I know that people are going to contest me on the pronunciation of that word, but it's how I say it. So I, you know, I, I love that. I love looking at all of the superhero GIFs. I love writing jokes about this is what I'm doing this month. And I think it's funny and I think I'm funny. So here you go. So, yeah, I think you've taken that newsletter to a new level, too, because I started that in 2018 and it's kind of been passed along to different students since then. But from the beginning, um, I wanted to use that as an opportunity to create that kind of, you know, raw, more raw connection with students where we're talking to students like students. And then it was able to, you know, it is written by a student. Um, so you're able to kind of have a more informal tone with them. And again, I think you've taken it to another level with the gifts and kind of creating a theme every month. I think it took me a while too to figure out that <laughs> one, that's what you're doing, but two, the that you also had a secondary theme that you wanted to always keep it for the most part, like on the superhero theme as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I figured it out until Sailor Moon and you like <laughs> sent I it to me. It in yeah, it you sent it to me and you're just like Sailor Moon is a superhero, and I was like, I don't even care. I love Sailor Moon. Like, <laughs> you can include Sailor Moon in anything. It'll be fine. I mean, that's how I feel generally about life, is that more Sailor Moon and more things. But, <laughs> yeah, I try. I Again, I, I build my own boxes to work out of, right? So the one for February was uh, Wolverine because I was sick all last week, and when I was sick, I rewatched all of the X-Men movies, and so that's where my head was. And so... It was all Wolverine-themed. Well, there's that, that iconic <laughs> meme of him, too, laying in the bed. <laughs> you know, looking at the photo. And oh, so. oh, yeah. No, I I wanted to use it. I didn't. I couldn't find the right moment. So just know it was on the list. Spider put it on the yeah. close friends list. There we go. Spider-Man is always fun to work with. He's got the best GIFs, man. I'm excited to so do Guardians names. of the Galaxy next. Yeah. It's going to be good. A lot of cool stuff coming up. I know. I, I, mo I don't know. This feels self-indulgent because I'm like, all of my hobbies, hooray. But if other people like it, then good. Great. Yeah. So additional thing that's kind of come out of this and is now Marin's responsibility that I alluded to in our intro is our TikTok account. I think it definitely fits within that Suma Sidekicks tone, um, but it isn't necessarily a part directly of our sidekicks. Um, so, yeah, can you talk more about that, kind of what yeah. you've had to learn? I kind of came to oh, you and absolutely. said, we're going to do a TikTok. And you're like, I don't have TikTok. I was like, well, you're going to learn, and it's going to be fun. <laughs> that was exactly it. I said, I'm too old for TikTok. I am 29. I am I'm older than you. I know, <laughs> but <laughs> you're cooler than I am. I am 
not that cool. Remember? As a marketing manager, <laughs> I got to stay real up to date on the trends. Yeah, That's absolutely. what's really going on. Yeah. Well, I'm like, remember me, you know, comic book reading as a child. Like I never totally. I have a ton of comic books. Man, we're more alike <laughs> than you know. Oh, well, you hide it well. I think maybe I just wear the awkward on my sleeve a little too often. And that's what we love about you. Oh, thank you. Um, But yeah, being told that, okay, you're going to run a TikTok now. I was like, oh, no, I don't know what that means. And so, because I I didn't have TikTok. I have a sister who's 10 years younger than me. And so I said, can you explain TikTok to me? And she did. So shout out to Haven. Um, she's She's a college student. She doesn't go to SU. She goes somewhere else. But, you know, anytime I didn't know what to do, I would call her and be like, hey, what's trending? What's cool? What do I do? Um, Emily came to me with ideas and she said, can you do this? Can you do this? How about this? Use this audio. And it wasn't until, um, October with the sheet ghost trend. Um, cause you turned me onto the audio, you showed me an example and you said, here, here's kind of what's happening. I think we should do something like this at SUMA. And I saw it and I said, okay, I like that. I like sheet ghosts. I don't love this, like just taking photos of ourselves being cutesy trend. I feel like there's a different way to do this. There's another story there that's yeah. connected to what we were doing because we're yeah. in the middle of gallery rotations. So no one was in, and it was a long rotation. Um, so there were periods of time where there was just nobody in the gallery. It was just completely empty out there. And I was like, oh, it's a ghost town. And I don't know if my air quotes are obvious through my tone, but I was like, that was the joke that I landed on. That was my pun. So I went with that. So we had Sheet Ghost through the gallery doing rotation stuff and obviously being not very good at it because they're Sheet Ghosts, but, and they can't see anything through the sunglasses and the sheet. Bless them. They tried so hard. We had a lot of technical difficulties making that video. Um, But we actually got a really good reception on that video. We posted it to our TikTok and to our Instagram. We had a ton of comments. We had a lot of people interacting with it. We had actually another, like a media company who follows us, liked it so much that they did their own version in their warehouse and in their offices. Um, So that was, it was flattering to be like, oh, something I made people like, really neat. And so once that kind of, once that was kind of a, a success, I guess, I don't know. I just I hesitate to use that word, but um, once we saw that 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 I could make something that people liked, then I got a lot more confident, and I was able to make more. And not all of them are hits, obviously, but some of them I think are pretty funny. Sometimes we're funny on the TikTok. I think that's just the nature of the platform. Courtney, yeah, you're on sure. TikTok. Well, I was. I deleted it recently, but <laughs> Good in my for in you. my in my gotta focus back. on school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we try to share that uh, that content with them through the close friends. Um, I really hope people are engaged, are looking at it at least. I hope they see it. I want them to. I think you do you not check. I obsessively I, check I, my Instagram story anytime I post to see who's watched it, how <laughs> many people have watched it. I, but I don't do it for Suma. My I just phone, assume my you phone do won't it. update. My phone won't update and tell me. So every time I click on the story to watch it, it has nothing in that corner. It doesn't say seen by mm. or seen by this many. It won't give me any of that information. Well, I do think Instagram's trying to take that away, which is probably good for people like me. <laughs> yeah, I turned off the likes on Instagram. Well, then, you know what? That's fine. It's fine. Just now I don't know if I'm good at my job or not. <laughs> Uh, I need the feedback of the people. But yeah, I think the TikTok has been just kind of a new territory for us to explore. Just thinking about what content can we, you know, capitalize on because it's trendy, but also is relevant to what we're doing. I know I pitch way too many ideas (laughs) to you and you're just like, okay, yes, okay, no. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think kind of 
when I, because I talked about launching a TikTok for probably a year before we actually did it and had like real manpower because I wanted to make sure that if we were going to do it, we were going to do it right. And we had a good plan um, and kind of things in place for it to be successful instead of just posting one video and forgetting about it. <laughs> um, but I feel like I really did have to t- talk to people about how there's a lot of misconceptions about TikTok. People think that it's people just dancing. And I think that was one of my roles. It's like, we're not going to just dance. I think, and you've done things where you are, there are, there's, there's dancing in there's the gallery. There's dancing, definitely. But we haven't there's done any dancing, of the trending But dance. not no. the trending dance. Like, we're not just dancing for the sake of dancing. Like, there's always a story or, like, some way for the viewer to connect with not only the museum, but, right, the staff at our museum. Yeah. And I think, for me, that was what, was important like trying to use that platform to find a new way to connect people with art but then also just really humanize who we are and kind of what we're doing well I mean there was one time dancing for the sake of making James uncomfortable but he was a good sport it's not a normal day at Suma if Marin doesn't come up with her iPad and ask if you can be in her TikTok yep I'm like <laughs> okay I need you to step away from your job now and come do my job for me thank you <laughs> but I think it's been great like um just being able to see plenty of people like right like it's not just you oh I want it to not be just me tired of looking at my own face I know what I look like and I think it's gotten a lot of other people excited like right like I've had conversations with the visitor experience team where they're just like well yeah who's gonna do this or I have an idea for a TikTok can we do this and so say tell Marin because Marin literally just made a TikTok yesterday um, about how she has no more ideas. So you did? I did. It's in our drafts. Oh. <laughs> like I haven't seen this one. No, it's in the drafts. I'm I'm working ahead. I have an idea. I want to use the Pablo Picasso. No, I saw that idea. I like it. Okay. I can do that. I just need to, when it's not 12 degrees outside, yeah, and then it's I will not do that. Snowing. So I think, as I'd mentioned, we have a lot of engagement with our staff in creating content for TikTok, and this has kind of evolved too. We're now. Courtney here has even pitched a Pinterest account. Um, So I kind of just want to talk to Courtney about their evolution at SUMA. As I mentioned, they were a sidekick and a volunteer and now a staff. And now I get like going to help run some of our programs in social media. So kind of what was that like for you? It was definitely a journey. I, I actually came to SUU for SUMA. Like I what? Yeah, I, re- I don't think I've ever told anyone this. I like oh my, gosh, I, my sister went here podcast. and I saw Suma and I was like, I'm I'm going to work here. So <laughs> I came to SUU and I was like, OK, how can I work at Suma? Um, I'm now revealing my whole plot. So <laughs> <know>. Yeah, <laughs> this is all brand new information. I want to know, like, what crystals you use <laughs> to manifest this. Um, is, this is, is this your villain origin story? Yeah, maybe. Which <laughs> new moon did you manifest on? Um, so basically, I, I had a class inside the SUMA classroom, and I became aware of, like, the Sidekicks program. I became friends with one of our coworkers, Emily Moyle, Um and she, I joined Suma Sidekicks while I was going to that class, and I would walk around the gallery all the time. I would go to events, and then that summer, Emily Moyle told me that they were opening up the volunteer program, so I went to the opening social for that, and I became a volunteer, and then I put in as many hours as <laughs> I could. I was at the front desk as often as I could be, and then there was a rotation happening, and I, some, someone gave me Jessica's number. 
<laughs> and I texted her and I was like, can I please help with the rotation? <laughs> yeah, because that's usually closed to volunteers. So yeah. I know that was a very special exception. So I remember that, like having you come on and I think you had kind of proven to that point that mm-hmm. you were yeah. like, we're you were like around always. <laughs> a <Yeah>. committed volunteer <laughs> and I was um, I, interested in this. Yeah. And so just getting to know everyone and like figuring out everyone's names and just becoming friends. And then I wormed my way into the rotation and then I put in as many hours as I could there. Um, and I basically made it so it would be weird if you didn't hire me. <laughs> <laughs> Right? We never had the talk, but it would be weird now if we didn't commit. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, I. if you want to work at SUMA, like, be willing to put in the hours and, like, come and get to know. Like, we want to get to know you. Like, come, oh, come yeah, spend time absolutely. with us at the events. Like, Well, and can I ask what class it was that you were taking in the SUMA classroom? So I took my fall of my freshman year, I took gallery and museum practices. And then m- that spring, I took uh, museum education. Okay, cool. Just, I know there are several classes that happen in that space. Um, mm-hmm, just three or four. Yeah, I don't know how many of them are open to general students who haven't declared museum studies as a major, but it is a, it is a good way to kind of be in the space and get more familiar with it. I know I'm I'm teaching as part of my grad degree. I am teaching a class in that space right now um, called Survey of Arts Administration. And I'm talking to all these students from different arts backgrounds, um, a lot of theater students, um, education people with education backgrounds, um, a lot of visual arts, some museum studies people. Um, but now they're starting to become aware of what we do at the museum and how what it takes to work in a museum. So a lot of people who thought maybe they wanted to go work at, say, the Utah Shakespeare Festival or um, other places in town that are more theater-based are going, oh, I can do a lot of the work that I find interesting at SUMA, and like museums are good places to get that kind of experience and have yeah, that. Sure. Yeah. And if, if you're as desperate to work at a museum <laughs> as I am, you're probably going into museum studies. So there might be a few more opportunities. But yeah, well, I think all but also SUMA Sidekicks is a great way to even introduce oh, people because there's a lot of yeah. students who have no idea what they want to do. And that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. college is that time to figure it out. And so when you're able to join a program like this, um, and get connected with the museum in a new way. Like, it does kind of make you think about some of those things. Yeah, even if you're just mildly interested in art and museums, like, come join us. Like, it's really fun. So, Jessica and I have joked about, um, for some of those people who are on their second punch card who have passed the 10-point limit, we're thinking about setting setting a new point goal and saying, well, you know, if you hit 20 points or whatever, something outrageous, then you come to come and do your laundry at SUMA because we have a washer and dryer. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that started with me because was I was you? doing my laundry <laughs> at SUMA for a time because I didn't want to pay for it at my right? apartment complex. And so then I, yeah, we would joke with SUMA or with Jessica all the time about, hey, we have the, you know, <laughs> students don't want to pay for their laundry. No, they don't. You know, we have a washer and dryer for some reason. It ha- it has been useful. Yeah, we've used it, but you know, use it mostly tablecloths and table white gloves. <laughs> but, but I say, you know, if you if you got some jeans that need to get washed, and you've got twenty sidekicks points, I don't yeah. see any reason why. So <laughs> you're brand all new out way. Of quarters. Yeah, <laughs> brand new way to engage with Suma. Yeah, you know, but only for the cream of the crop, the top tier yeah. sidekicks. Yeah, yeah, and that's again how Courtney got invited to this podcast. Is like not only is Courtney a you know, um, an employee at SUMA. But when I came to Marin with the idea for this episode, I was like, what if we brought on a top sidekick and just worked out that 
Courtney works with us <laughs> and is a top sidekick. She's yeah. that so dedicated. Suma's number one fan. I yeah. mean, we number ten fan. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, I will say that you aren't allowed to get points just for coming into work. You do have I to do come. I do have to come a different time. Outside, <laughs> so it is harder. That means it is you harder. have to come when you're not scheduled. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in Suma constantly, and I have like six points or something as a sidekick. I'm at every event. It doesn't even matter. So, because I'm getting paid instead, I well, guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're hosting me events, it's hard to attend. It's hard to attend. Um, oh, well. And so, another question I want to ask you, Marin, is kind of what have you learned from this experience? I think, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is our original kind of idea for the prizes. And then having to think, how do we think like college students? Maybe let's ask college students. Yes, I have learned you know. that I am at a certain age. I am no longer 19. Surprise. Um, but, yeah, learning to talk to other people or allow other people to have ideas and to, you know, be open to those ideas was something I had to learn. Um, I am used to having to work very independently. And so I thought, I kind of assumed that th everything would be on me. The TikTok content would be on me. All of the sidekicks events, all of the prizes, everything was going to be on me. It would be me my job to figure all of that out. And then me doing that, I realized, oh, my idea is not the best one in the room. There are a lot of other good ideas in here. And a lot of them are more relevant. <laughs> They're from people who are the intended audience. I'm not the intended audience, you know. I'm, I'm aging out. I'm about to graduate with my master's, you know. I'm not, I'm not, the, I'm not the person we're trying to recruit to be a sidekick so uh, realizing that learn and learning to lean on the team that we have at SUMA because we have a really great team we have a lot of stuff who are really highly engaged um when I come I do just walk up to people with the iPad and say okay I need you to film something I need you to be in this I need to borrow your arm I need you to do this for me spin around in your chair and it's always something so random. It is. It's very random. <laughs> but then it comes together on the TikTok. And then and then you see it later and they're like, oh, that's why. She, okay. All right. I see it now. But I never explain myself. I just say, I need you to do this. But the thing is, everyone does it. No one questions me. <laughs> Everyone's a really good sport. Um, and then they see the finished product and then they, they see it and then they get their own ideas and they come to me with more ideas. So like I'm graduating at the end of this summer. Yes, the summer. As April, remember. really? I mean, I walk in April, but they don't handle Well, me. yeah, I guess you graduated in August, but you're done at SUMA I mean, at the yes. end of April. Yeah. So, so I have soon. to. It is crazy soon. <laughs> Not ready. So I'll have to hand this off to somebody else. Oh, no. But <laughs> I, I mean, I look at the people we have in the building right now, and I'm not worried about it. I'm like, we're this is this program's going to be fine. If anything, it's going to get bigger, and it's going to get more fun and more relevant. So I, I'm not worried about passing it up to you guys at all. I'm yeah. pretty excited, actually, to still follow. You know, maybe I'll actually download an actual TikTok onto my phone instead of just Suma's TikTok. And so I can follow Suma's TikTok and see where everybody else takes it yeah. when I'm gone. I think you've definitely built a really great program between Suma Sidekicks and the TikTok where, right, and Courtney even asked me the other day, she was like, Who's going to run the TikTok once Marin graduates? Uh, surprise, Courtney. <laughs> surprise, Courtney. It may be you. It may not be you. <laughs> it's like this a job offer? It's, you know? a, it's a committee. It's uh, all of the all of the visitor engagement team. Ta-da, you're all doing Marin's job. Yeah, I think we'll see. But I think to Marin's point that we have a really great group of um, staff right now at SUMA that are highly engaged and they want to be there and they're, you know, thinking of these other ideas, you know, like 
who's going to run the TikTok, who's going to run Sidekicks, can we make a Pinterest page, things like that. Which, you know, I'm excited for the Pinterest because... Me too. Let's be real. That's where I spend most of my time because I'm 29. So I'm on Pinterest more than anything else. I did my first professional proposal the other day for the Pinterest. So Yeah. Courtney is growing up right before our eyes. (laughs) You get lots of job experience over here. Our little girl. (laughs) All grown up and running a Pinterest. Incredible. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that was great. That, like, I even think taught me a lesson, too, because I was kind of thinking about a Pinterest and kind of came to my own conclusion that maybe we don't need a Pinterest that kind of we could serve content to other people who have a Pinterest like SUU or visit Cedar City Brian Head um, and then just through like an offhand comment to Courtney brought up that they love Pinterest. Yeah, we, were, we were out getting boba, and I said, <laughs> I will run the Zoom of Pinterest. Great. Yeah. And, so and then, then I, I was serious of, about it. <laughs> And then you were, and then you were, guess what? Putting together a professional proposal. Yeah. Yeah. Being a full blown adult at work. Yeah. I was like, you can do this if you do all of the research. (laughs) Tell me what boards you're going to make. Now she has the lovely job of sifting through all of our photos, which is a a task. It is. But um, I got all the way to the bottom of Suma's Instagram the other day, and I don't that, think that, it, wow, was, it was a whole trip. <laughs> I don't think did it start in 2016 or no, was it Braithwaite like stuff? 2013 Braithwaite yeah. stuff. Woof! It oh was a trip. I was. Mm, that's so old. Yeah, I don't I think was I've 11. ever done that. Oh my god! <laughs> I was I, graduating college. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, 2013? Yeah, I was graduating. 2013, that was my senior year of college. I was a junior. I was a junior. I'm thinking fall 2013, because I graduated in 14. Oh, I graduated in 14. Oh, my gosh. I know. We are the same age. This is... (laughs) You forget that every time. Every time I forget. Like, literally a month apart. It's because you have your life so much more together than my life is, that I'm like, oh, Emily must be a real adult. We're going to get deep on the podcast right now. No (laughs) one has it together. (laughs) And... You don't have to, you know, hit certain milestones at certain places to be quote unquote successful. I think it's you're doing fine. great. I'm just two raccoons in a trench coat. It's fine. That is what you said on your first staff retreat. Mm-hmm. And Courtney wasn't there because <laughs> this was years ago. It was but, two years ago. Yeah. Just about. But yeah. Okay. So thank you both for being here today. Um, thank you to our listeners for joining us for another episode of SUMA Observations and Conversations. We hope you enjoyed learning more about Suma Sidekicks, the TikTok account. Got a little sneak peek that we are putting together a Pinterest. and um, Super exciting. Yeah. So as a reminder, (laughs) Suma Sidekicks is free for all SEU students. You can earn prizes and get free admission to Suma programs. To sign up, you can visit go.su.edu slash Suma Sidekicks. And for more information about our current exhibitions and events, you can visit our website at su.edu slash SUMA or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at SUMA underscore museum. Or you can come visit me at the front desk. Yes. Um, SUMA Observations is produced in partnership with SU News. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you, Emily. Thank you.